Girl, Stop Apologizing is out in the world. You guys, I know, I can't believe it any more than you can, but it's true. This book baby of mine is finally here. So if you have a desire in your heart, but you're worried about what other people will think of you for trying to chase after it, this is the book for you. It is the most tangible, and I hope, motivational advice I've ever written down. And it's available today anywhere books are sold. And if you like it when I talk to you just like this, then you're going to love the audio version. Girl, stop apologizing. Go grab it right now. Do it. Welcome to the Rise Podcast. I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and a Google search bar. Each week, we'll be sharing tangible, direct advice or inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life. Hey guys, it is almost October, which means it's almost the last three months of the year. Now, I don't know about you, but a few years ago, I found myself already starting to live like it was the holidays when it was really just the end of September. So I started to tell myself like, oh, I can have that pumpkin spice latte or, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and have an extra cookie because it's the holidays, right? And I was telling myself this because I figured that the new year was just a couple of months away. And as soon as the new year hit, I would start living better and being the kind of woman I wanna be. And that is such a lie and it's so dangerous because you start enjoying December and then all of a sudden you're really enjoying November and then it's October and you spend three months kind of crashing into the end of the year just because you know that New Year's is around the corner. So I had this idea. I thought, what if we could be as intentional with the last 90 days of the year as we typically are with the first 30 of a new year? and the idea for the last 90 days challenge was born. It's really simple. We have an email list that you can sign up for and every Monday you get an email outlining a theme for the week, what the challenge is about and what we as a community are focusing on. You join the private Facebook group and you join in live streams and hopefully we can offer you some motivation and some wisdom and some intention to finish your year as strong as you typically start one. There's no catch, there's no money involved, and this is not an upsell to do anything. It's just something that Dave and I do together, and so we started to do it with the community as a whole. If you'd like to join in, you can look at the show notes or remember this, thechicsite.com forward slash 90 days. Thechicsite.com forward slash 90days. And if you're wondering what Last 90 Days is all about or the kind of experience you can expect, listen to this video from last year's challenge. And remember, I do say video several times. That's because you're listening to the audio from one of the kind of videos that you'll receive as part of this community. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode. And more than anything, I hope that you will consider joining in. You literally have nothing to lose and all the intention and motivation to gain. I 
I have gotten so many notes lately from people who started last 90 days feeling really strong and really inspired and ready to make change. And then somewhere along the way, they stumbled or they fell or they stopped doing it. And then when they stopped doing it, they felt like, well, that's the end. That must be all. Or I've even had a, a few women tell me that they don't want to look at my Instagram at all or open any emails from me at all or look at their Facebook because they don't want anything to pop up to remind them that they were once doing this challenge and now they're not. And I just think, um, gosh, I've certainly been there. I certainly have. I, there are so many times that I have um, started something and stopped. And I think I wanted to do last 90 days because I think it's a great training ground to remind yourself to get up and keep going. So if I haven't explained that to you, then that's a disservice from me. I never intended any of us to absolutely crush this. I never intended any of us to walk through 90 days without being human. I never intended um, any of this to be perfect because we're not, we're not perfect. But someone, some of you out there have that in your hearts and your heads. You think that if you didn't get it right the first time that you may as well just walk away. And that was never my intention. My intention was could we practice being the best version of ourselves? When we imagine who the best version of us looks like, how does she talk? How does she love people that she knows? How does she dress? Where does she live? What, how happy is she? When we imagine that, what are the things that we could do today that would represent the best version of us? That's all I hoped for with this challenge. And what I have learned over the last decade and what I am practicing here in these last 90 days is the idea that falling down doesn't mean you stay down. Falling down means that something happened because this is life and you are human and then you stand right back up. It's not the act of succeeding without stop, without pause, that makes us excellent at life. It's the act of standing back up when we have fallen down. And that's what I think is missing. We have 30 days, 30, I'm going to say 30-ish days, right, left in this month. You get this on Friday. I don't know the math, but we have a month, one month left. And I don't care if you have not done one single part of this challenge, if you've just opened the emails, if you've casually scrolled the hashtag, I don't care if you've done not one part of it. You get to start over because you're breathing right now. You're, you're watching this video, you're breathing, you are alive. And if you are alive, that means you have the opportunity to start again. And you start again over and over and over until starting, until the feeling of moving in the right direction feels more natural than giving up. See, that's the problem right now. You have created a habit of bad habits. That feels more natural to you. Whatever you did this for, maybe you um, needed to get in shape, maybe you wanted to eat better, maybe you wanted to be more intentional with your partner, maybe you wanted to be a better mom, maybe you wanted to be calmer, maybe you wanted to battle your anxiety or your depression or your um, anger with gratitude and joy, maybe you wanted to reach for those things, whatever your reasoning is, you chose to try something new 
because you have too many bad habits established in the other area. You have a year or a decade or a lifetime of habitually having anxiety. You have a year or a decade or a lifetime of habitually being angry, uh, pushing people away, binge eating, abusing alcohol, ignoring your kids, being a workaholic. Uh, I mean, you have your own version, you fill in the blank. And I am speaking from the experience of something, anxiety, for instance. I suffered from anxiety for years, for years and years and years. And I mean, um, I would have crippling anxiety attacks. And I know I will get flack for this when I say it, but I um, heard that quote that I give you guys all the time. I heard that quote years ago that said, it is impossible to be grateful and anxious at the same time. It's impossible. You can't live in a state of gratitude. You can't live in a, sometimes a state of gratitude is too long. You can't live in a moment of gratitude and live in a moment of anxiety at the same time. And it changed my life because it made me feel like I had control over this thing. Now I had to do a lot of therapy and a lot of work to understand the root of that anxiety for me, but I also had to do a lot of meditation and a lot of prayer around the idea of my blessings and what I'm grateful for and how lucky I am and how all of these things. And it is impossible for me to live in a state of gratitude, which I try to do and have anxiety. I haven't had an anxiety attack in a year and a half. I don't even feel it, not even a moment of anxiety. I really don't. And I'm not saying that everybody's stuff is the same. We all have different levels of the things that affect us. But I do know for a fact that whatever it is you are facing, whatever your struggle is, whatever your hill is to climb, whatever you are trying to get through, there are ways to take more ownership of that thing. Whatever it is, I'm not saying like, oh, everyone can be grateful and all of a sudden you don't have anxiety. I'm not saying that, but I do think it's possible to move forward. But here's the deal. You will never move forward. You will never get past the thing that you're struggling with if you keep quitting on yourself. I was thinking about this line in the book, yes, I'm going to reference it again. Girl, wash your face. Um, we are down to December, January. The book comes out the first week of February. So we're down to two months until this comes out. And there's so much in this that is, I mean, this is the journey of how I came from trauma. It, honestly, this is a journey for everything. How I walked through motherhood and marriage and sex and um, my faith and um, anxiety and the trauma of loss. I mean, like, it's all in here. And so it keeps bubbling up for me now because I'm doing so much, like, press interviews or I was reading the audiobook. I'm doing so much work for this book that I'm remembering all of these things that I've walked through. And it reminded me, there's this part... Um, which I might have even read to you guys before because it's something that I feel so powerful about. And the people um, who are reviewing the book who have read it already, this is the chapter that most people resonate with. And it feels especially fitting this month, this day, this Friday, as you're about to head into 
this this last month of the year, I got a note for from one of the tribe members who is Jewish, and she was saying she loved Monday's live stream and the idea of really um, being intentional about the end of the year as you get ready for the new year because it's very much a part of their faith. Feel really passionately about the idea of, of making sure that you understand, and so I guess. I would say to you, if you are in groups or you have friends who are doing 90 days or you know that hashtag, if you could encourage them, go watch the video. Because there are people right now who are not consuming this anymore because they feel like they failed and therefore they're not allowed to. The whole idea of anything I do is because I want you to understand that you get to start again. Not only do I want you to understand that you get to start again, I want you to know that you deserve the right to a better life. And ultimately, having that better life, it's up to you. Nobody else can give you that. Even if you're married and your partner's the most wonderful human on the planet, if you want to be better at anything, a better version of you is on you. Nobody can pull you there. Nobody can push you there. You have to stand up on your own every day over and over and over and take steps to become that person. Hold on, guys. I want to read you this. I used to do that all the time until I realized how hard I was fighting to keep my word to other people while quickly canceling on myself. I'll work out tomorrow became, I'm not working out anytime soon. Because honestly, if you really cared about that commitment, you'd do it when you said you would. What if you had a friend who constantly flaked out on you? Sorry. <laughs> what if every other time you made plans, she decided not to show up? What if she gave you lame excuses like, you know, I really wanted to see you, but this TV show I'm watching is just so good. What if a friend from work was constantly starting something new? Every three Mondays, she announced a new diet or goal, and then two weeks later, it just ended. What if you called her on it like, hey, Pam, I thought you were doing Whole30. Meanwhile, Pam is sitting in the break room eating a meat lover's pizza and telling you she was doing Whole30, and even though it made her feel great, Two weeks into the program, her son had a birthday party and she couldn't resist the cake and then figured there was no point. Now she's gained back the pounds she lost, plus a few extra. Y'all, would you respect her? This woman who starts and stops over and over again, would you count on Pam or the friend who keeps blowing you off for stu stupid reasons? Would you trust them when they committed to something? Would you believe them when they committed to you? No. No way. And that level of distrust and apprehension applies to you too. Your subconscious knows that you, yourself, cannot be trusted after breaking so many plans and giving up on so many goals. On the flip side, have you ever known someone who always kept their word? If they tell you they're coming, you can expect them 10 minutes early. If they commit to a project, you can bet your butt they'll finish it. They tell you they signed up for their first marathon and you're already in awe because you know for a fact they'll finish. When this type of person commits to something, how seriously do you take their commitment? I hope you see my point. If you consistently make and break promises to yourself, you're not making promises at all. You're talking. You're waxing poetic like Pam and her diet and your flaky friend who bails on you to watch Game of Thrones. How many times have you bailed on yourself to watch TV? 
How many times have you given up before you've even started? How many times have you made real progress only to face a setback and then give up completely? How many times have your family or your friends or your coworkers watched you quit? How many times have your children watched you give up on yourself over and over again? This is not okay. Our society makes plenty of room for complacency or laziness. We are rarely surrounded by accountability. That's what last 90 days is, you guys. Accountability. Other people who are doing it too who can remind you. If you're not opening an email because you don't want to be reminded that you committed to yourself, are you freaking kidding me? Stop it. You have been here too many times. You have quit on yourself too many times. You would not have started on this process. You would not have committed to doing the last 90 days better than you did the nine months before them. You would not have done that if you didn't need this group of people, this hashtag, me and these videos and these emails. You wouldn't have done it if you didn't need it for a reason. There's nothing wrong with asking for a reminder to be a better version of yourself. What's wrong is hiding from it when it shows up. How is that working for you? How is it working for you so far? Because P.S., we're in December now. We're in the last month of this year. Are you where you wanted to be? When you sat down on New Year's Eve and you dreamed up what this year would be, and I hope you did, I hope you gave yourself some direction, and I hope you plan to do it in another month. When you sat down and tried to figure that out, did you think you were going to be here? I mean, God, I hope yes. I hope that, yeah, you're like, dang it, I am killing it. But if you're not, doesn't make you wrong. It doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you ugly or any other of the crap and the words and the trauma and the lies that have been spread over you your entire life. It doesn't mean they're true. It means you need to learn some better habits. That's it. That's all this is. You need some better habits for your life. But you will not get them if you give up right now. You got to keep fighting for it. Every freaking day. You have a month left inside of this program. Um, January 1st, we're not still doing this. You don't get an email. You don't get a this. You don't get a video. You don't get... The, I mean, you would say in the Facebook group. Um, but, but this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing that you have committed to. And all you got to do is show up. Come on. You deserve more. I know, I know this won't resonate with everybody, but I also know that there are people out there who need to hear it. You deserve more than you have. And you have so little because you won't allow yourself to want more. Because you self-sabotage. Because that's easier. Because it's your habit. Because you know. You know what it feels like to be here, right here. You know what it feels like to be uncomfortable. You know what it feels like to be overweight. You know what it feels like to be depressed. You know what it feels like to be angry and sad and sitting at home all weekend locked in your house because you don't want to go outside. You know. And you will choose, humans will choose discomfort that they know over something challenging, over the possibility of something great that may be uncomfortable. Let me tell you this, every change, every single change 
happens through something hard. There's no magic way to get there quicker. It's just you and the decisions that you make. And you have a month, a month left, not for this program, but for yourself. You have a month left to decide that you will not let 2017 be the definition of you. You will use this last month as a springboard to the person that you want to become. That's what this month is. This is also a month of reflection. It really is. I really sincerely hope that you are dreaming right now of what your 2018 goal is. Truly one of the gifts of my life in the last month um, is uh, Jessica, who I'm sure is going to watch this, Jessica Taylor. We interviewed her um, on Facebook live stream to talk about Rise, which is my two-day conference here in Los Angeles. It's a women's event. Um, if you don't already know about it, you need to go check it out, letsrise.co. Um, it's incredible. It's magic. It, next to my children, it's my favorite thing I've ever done in my whole life. And I mean, if you think this is something, you need to be in that room. But we interviewed Jessica on live stream because we wanted you guys and people to hear what someone who had gone to the event last year thought of it. And she said, you know, I'm a mom and I'm a wife and we own this family business and it never occurred to me to have a goal. And I am so goal oriented. Maybe it's because I, uh, you know, I own a business, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm so goal-oriented that it never truly, honestly, never entered my mind that every person on this planet doesn't have a goal that they're working toward. That was an epiphany for me, and because it was an epiphany, it's a gift. Every person needs something they're working towards. Every single person. If you're a stay-at-home mom or a CEO or a girl in college or you know, you just got divorced or you're older and you're emptiness, whatever it is, you have to have a goal because I truly believe that joy and happiness and contentment can only be found in growth. It's only when we grow in certain ways that we truly feel at peace. I really believe that. Um, you want to be happy? Have growth in an area of your life that you've been wanting to work on. If you've always, if you've spent the last decade trying to lose the baby weight, and some of us have, like, let's be honest, and all of a sudden you lost 10 pounds, you committed, you drank your water, you're working out, you're eating better, if you lost 10 pounds, would you not be happier? If your goal for your family is to get out of debt, and you save, and you're committed, and you do Dave Ramsey, and you figure out the things, and you only pay in cash, <coughs> and you pay down your credit card by $5,000. It may not even be everything. You may still have $20,000 to go, but you pay off $5,000. Would you not be happy? If you have a really bad habit, um, you're in a bad habit of screaming at your kids, speaking from personal experience, you used to scream at my kids. That's a chapter in this book as well. You used to scream at my kids, and it would make, like, it would make me sick to my stomach to remember it later because I grew up in a house where people screamed at me and that was how I knew to parent. As a little kid, I hated it. And so to have someone do that to me, just to, to pass that down and do it to someone else, like makes me nauseous. And when I started to try, when I read the books and I prayed and I tried to be really thoughtful and I really worked hard on not getting to that place with my kids, even just one day, and I'm sure there are some people who would judge this, but just making it through one day without raising my voice, 
you're happy. You made growth. If there's an area you want to work in and you get closer to it, I think it's a definition of happiness. I really do. But you can't get there if you don't have a goal that you're working on. So I hope that you will spend this last 30 days committed to yourself. I hope that you will be dreaming about what you want to do in 18, how you're going to start off this year strong. Those are my hopes for you. Uh, oh, one more. I hope that um, if you are in the Facebook group, you're on YouTube, you have friends, you're over on Instagram, you know, take a screenshot of this, put it on your Instagram today, put it on your Insta stories, <coughs> share it in your Facebook to the people who are also doing it and just encourage them to get back on it. Encourage them to open the email, encourage them to watch the video. Everything that I do is because I found my way through trauma. I found my way through hardship. I got to the other side of a lot of things. And I think that I'm living a really good life. And so I just wanna be able to share the tools and the things that I have done that have gotten me there. But none of that is so you'll like my hair or like a photo on Instagram. Everything I do is because I hope that if I give you the tools, you'll use them to help others. That's it. That's the whole chic tribe, that's this business, that's everything. That's my platform in it, that's it. If I show you how to change your life, then you will pay it forward and you will help encourage other people and you will help them change their lives. And if a woman, I mean this is statistically, I know we have some guy friends, but if a woman changes, it ripples throughout the community in a way that um, does not happen with a man. It affects her children, it affects her family members, it affects the teachers at school, it affects the barista at Starbucks, it affects because if you change your attitude, if you change the way you look at the world, if you change the way you speak, if you change your joy and your gratitude and all of that, if you own your past, if you own your trauma, if you're not afraid of the things you've gone to, if you wear your scars with pride, you give other women permission to do the same. You can tell them the tools. You can tell them the way that you work through it. And so right now, as you're heading into this new month, I would love for you to use this time for yourself and really use this time. Use this day right now as you're watching this video to go pay it forward, to go encourage other people. We will be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, if you have a moment and you can write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that is life to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, you can check out deuspodcast.com or stalk me on every form of social media. I am Miss Rachel Hollis on every single platform. Thanks to our producer, Allison Cohen, our sound engineer, Jack Noble, and our sound editor, Andrew Weller. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you. I'll see you next week. Hey, you guys, if you like the Rise or Rise Together podcast, you're going to love my monthly live coaching series. What did you just say? I'm doing a coaching series. I'm, I'm like your favorite coach, but with hair extensions and eyelash extensions and a pension for Beyonce. What kind of coaching 
are you coaching? Okay, thank you for asking. There's actually two different classes. One is life coaching. Those are for people who want to work on their relationship, their health, their personal, all the personal stuff. And then there's something I'm really excited about, business coaching. I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. I'm really proud of the company that I've built, and I want to share that wisdom with you. So if you own a small business and you want to dig into how to do social media, how to find new clients, how to grow your revenue base. This is how we're going to do it. I bet they can get more info at thehollisco.com. You sure are right, buddy. You can watch videos about what the coaching series is all about, how you join in, and what is included with your membership. 